Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Come with me and you'll be yeah. in a world of pure imagination. Oh, yeah. Take a look a what? and you'll see. Mm-hmm. Into your imagination. It's quite a circular I lyric. Tickets oh. in some chocolate bars. Oh, yeah. And soon kids are coming round to my house. It's let's, suspicious. Let's get wonkered. It's suspicious. It's quite suspicious. Mm, it is. And a bit creepy. One by one, I'll kill all the kids. <laughs> yes, you will. Yes, you will. <laughs> Did he turn... And I'll, I'll give them all something to suck on. Right. Well, I mean, that's technically true. And if you made that assumption in your head... And I've got a bunch of dwarves. But they're not really dwarves. Because they paint their faces. Ooh, and palumpas. There is no place I know Like my house I'm making lots of candy I'm eccentric If I was a paedophile I'd definitely act really eccentric Because it would throw you off the scent And my name even has the word penis in it Which one? Oh yeah, it does, isn't it? You know, um... And at the end We get in a big glass phallus Phallus or phallus? Phallus. 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 It's a glass elevator shaped shaped a bit like a penis. It's a phallus palace. That film's so weird when you break it down. Um, And when you break it down to the bullet point facts of what Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is about. So what what was it It's fucking creepy. The Oompa Loompas. It's about a little old man who goes, (laughs) You often make sweeties for a living. I'll invite all these kiddies around to my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give them all a sweetie. But he he imparts a moral What's the moral story? Um, You might get fucked by men. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's like, surely, I I don't really remember the film, but isn't it, um, they all go... And all the kids, apart from the main kid, Charlie, Charlie, right? And his dad, the the eponymous Charlie. All the rest are Mm. utter dicks, except he wins out because he's virtuous. And uh, Willy Wonka, while being creepy and having a cabal of of Oompa Loompas at his at his beck and call, (laughs) cabal, yeah. Um, You know, he, he he does the right thing. Yeah, you know it's a bit weird, numbers? and then he's got the grand. Like, isn't that weird that all his grandparents live in a bed together? I mean, that's a bit sexy, mm. isn't it? Right. It it, it, it implies well, it implies that the elderly ha- don't have sexual feelings, right? Because there's four people living in a bed, right, in Charlie's house. Oh yeah, remember that bit, right? His grandparents, no, all four of his grandparents share a bed. All four of his grandparents yeah. share a bed. Yeah, yeah. So two, and one married couple at one end, and one married couple on the other end. But they would, you know, I'd be. Well, how old are they? I'd be, I'd be running a mock with my feet. But how old are they? Like eighty. Well, yeah. Or maybe not gonna, well, not really. He's not about really, sixty. He's they're about. They would be banging each other at eighty. Yeah, but it's the olden days, so they're probably thirty-five. 
<laughs> yeah, no, no. In all likelihood, yeah, they should. Yeah, that's a. Uh, that was kind of like airbrushed out the whole. Just roll down in general was creepy. Yeah, isn't it? I mean, I just think we've talked about this. Maybe the magic finger. Yeah, remember that one? Do you Go. know the Impa Loompas? Right, they in the film. Um, they're all played by little people. The shit. What's and the, the correct term for that now? Well, it's little people. Is it? That's not. Too, I'm not too hot on that. That still sounds insulting to me. All right. Well, what would you say? Just I don't know. Why do they need a word? Oh right, just a pause then, a, a, a pregnant pause and a look. It, what little implies is yeah. that it implies not whole, right? To me, like half cast. Okay, but I don't think half they see it that way. Half cast implies, hey, you're not fully a person. You're half. I don't think they see it that way. So, what was your point about Willy Wonka? Sorry. Well, mm, yes, kids, come to my house. Eat well, some sweeties. Look well, at my hat. I don't really have a point about Willy lick, Wonka. Lick the wallpaper. My, my point was, <laughs> Do you remember that bit when he makes them lick the wallpaper? No. At the end of the film, when the wallpapers... Uh, no, I do not remember any and, of this. And everything that he has captures children as well. Like the right. bubble gum. Mm-hmm. She gets really fat and they have to wheel her off. The lake of chocolate. and yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Augustus Gloop! Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Augustus, sweetheart, save some room for later! Well, that's kind of a, a racist stereotype, isn't it? Oh, well, let's get a, let's get a fat, kid. He's well, a what, little fat German yeah, 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 boy and yeah, yeah, he loves yeah. to eat! Yeah, when I sound we're going to make him well, we'll make him German. Fuck those guys. <laughs> it's still We still remember the Second World War. Fuck them. They can't come back. They're still paying. paying oh, he's wearing a bow tie and lederhosen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though those are Austrian, I think. I don't know. Was he Austrian or German? No, he was German. Augustus Globe. Yeah, yeah. Augustus, sweetheart, save some room for later. <laughs> so you remember that <laughs> no, bit? I don't. And then there was Mike TV. Who's Mike TV? And he, he got shrunk down into a TV set. Right. Because he wanted to be on TV. Uh-huh. Which nowadays, you know, just mm. you could just have a vine. Yeah, yeah exactly. And then there was uh, Veruca Salt, who was a little bitch. She had, had, yeah, her dad owned the sweet factory and he had everyone working all day and all night to find a golden ticket. All right. There's proper character nims, aren't there? Yeah. I like it. Um, yeah, Veruca Salt. And then how did she die? She sat... Oh, the golden goose. What? The machine swallowed her. Oh, God. Do they yeah. all die? Yeah, they all die. Or do they what? get spat out? Well, you don't find out. They probably just get spat That's out. That's the thing. Because it, surely they would like be at the end, you know, at the end, oh, everyone's learned their lesson, but everyone's okay. Usually they do that at the yeah, end. Yeah, no, of not in a world dark. Oh, they just he went kills people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So Gloop dies in, yeah. in chocolate. He kills people. And I think right. we talked about this before. He also <laughs> he also housed Gary Glitter during the uh, early he, 90s he as did. well. Roald Dahl. Did he? Gary Glitter used to live with him. Wow. So, you know, we'll make what we want of that. Jeez. But, you know. Yeah, not yeah. looking good. Poor Gloop. Yeah, that's a little known fact about Roald Dahl. Well, the harboured paedophiles. A, well, yeah, a, not even not just a paedophile, a prolific a paedophile. Proli- a prolific paedophile. Yeah. He, 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 everyone must have known. <laughs> have we said hello? Uh, no, we haven't. Uh, hello, and welcome to the Excitable Boy podcast for Wednesday the 27th of July. Hello. What's going on in the world, Play. in the news? What happened this week? The, the, the um, thingy Trump, she stole that speech. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was fucking weird. I'm starting to worry that, like, that, you know, Trump's going to win. Mm, well, yeah, I was talking to my girlfriend about it. And it was like, she was like, no, he, he won't because he hasn't got the black vote or the Latino vote or whatever. And I was saying, yeah, but isn't it uh, the all part of the electoral college, isn't it? So, like, yeah, he'll probably, you know, he won't win California and he won't win, you know, New York State, but he might win, like, a lot of, <laughs> other places do you know what I mean yeah no yeah she just, she just took the to the podium at the convention didn't she and she kind of she plagiarised um, entire swathes of Michelle Obama's speech like from 2008 they must have known that and people then, would notice but then they pinned it on this speech writer 
And she then she then posted an apology saying it was my responsibility. And then for about two days, people were like, we're not entirely sure this speechwriter exists. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But it actually turns out she does exist. And she kind of co-wrote... Um, so she worked for Obama? Um, no, she... No, this... No, no, this, this speechwriter, she works for Donald Trump. And she co-wrote... But co -wrote, she must have worked for Michelle Obama no, in 2008. No, not at all. Not at all. What happened is she rang... Uh, what's her name? Melania? Melania? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, his wife, Trump's wife, and said, Who do you, uh, what do you want in the speech? She went, well, you know, I find Michelle Obama really inspiring. And I like this speech when she said this, this. And, and, and this writer was just like, uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. And just wrote it all fucking down. Went away, wrote a fucking speech. Brilliant. And then she, she recites it. She then issues an apology for it. Um, she was like, uh, she co-wrote, well, she ghost-wrote, like Donald Trump's books. Like the art of the game, I think it's called and stuff. So, like, she really hasn't got any political speechwriting experience. She's written fucking books. Wow, that's fascinating. Yeah, yeah. And then Obama's out doing all his. They they're doing loads of. Have you noticed that? Okay, so have you noticed that the Obamas are doing a lot of cool stuff? Well, yeah, they've always been doing cool shit. No, it feels like they're doing a lot more now. Well, like, yeah, yeah. I'm because they're on the way out. Yeah, is it? Is it like are they sort of marketing themselves so that they <laughs> maybe so that they get those like really expect like you know like he's Obama's like dropping a microphone after a speech and Michelle's in a car with James Corden singing Adele songs yeah, you know yeah. and it's like and Missy Elliott pops up and she Michelle knows the rap oh she's so cool yeah and it's like it just feels like every like day they're doing something that's like look how cool we are. And right. everyone's going, oh, God, he's so good. How yeah, he, yeah. How he loves bombing those countries. Yeah, maybe they're going to bring out a fragrance <laughs> called Drone Strike. <laughs> when they leave, it's like, you know, a whole but line. It just feels a little bit like what he's, what they're doing is they're going, oh, God, all right, okay, we still have this public platform. Nobody really gives a shit what we do right now. Let's just do loads of quirky shit so that we get booked for speeches and get $2 million a night for the rest of our lives. But it's weird. They're always going to get booked for those speeches. When yeah, but now they they're, yeah, but it increases how much they'll get paid oh, for I those suppose, speeches, yeah, yeah. right? Mm. If they're like, yeah, we're just two people, like, we're so quirky and original, look at us, like, the Ob guy from The Hangover's interviewing me, ooh. Obama's pretty cool. I'm not saying he's not cool. You seem shooter who? He's fucking cool. Yeah, it's fucking just cool. makes me, it's just making the me feel like that. operandi yeah. of um, the Obamas. Well, what can they do? Yeah. I mean, they did their, they did their time. Yeah, they did their didn't stint, they? didn't they? And now they, they They got elected first time around everyone thought the world was going to change it didn't and here we are <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, all right what's going on shall we do the letters let us do the letters all right letters yeah. letters letters ready oh yeah la, 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 la. letters Got a problem? Write in ebp at excitableboypodcast.co.uk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's quite a long email address. But uh -huh. yeah. la 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 la. Oh. I don't know the chorus. Uh, uh. You that have a easy. sexual problem Like uh, You can't get it up when she's looking at you I don't think so, she's looking at me Oh yeah, or like a uh, work problem Like You hate your boss cause he's 
worked a lot harder than you and let's face it he's made a really good like living and he's built this business up and because you have a weird sense of entitlement Mm. you feel like for some reason he's a dick just because he treats you like an inferior client which let's face it you are if he kicks you out the cogs will keep turning a relationship problem like you like marmite and you like spreading it on toast but you're getting quite obsessed and you end up going to conventions and dragging her along with you she doesn't like it at all in fact she's having second thoughts as to why she's going out with you then one night one night you get a load of mites and cover yourself head to toe and wait to the dead of night with your marmites over you and then you wake her up and she's scared and she also thinks you're being weird and she gets in the car and leaves you at the express holiday inn you took her to Oh yeah, right into how the much, show. How, how much Marmite is on you, Tim? A lot of Marmite. I would say at least a dozen, Do Joss. you look like a kind of edible Sasquatch? I look like a very delicious Sasquatch indeed. Does it look a little bit racist? Like it, a minstrel? It looks terribly racist, but people don't understand my love of Marmite. Does it stop burning? It does. Your skin. Especially when I cry. Cry. I'm crying. Problems. Yeasty. Yeast extract. Yeah. I'm the high priest of yeast. Right. Yeah. You know? Right in. Yeah. Wow, that got that went to We really spread that joke thin. Yeah, we did. Didn't we? We did. You know? Indeed. Right into the show. EBP uk. Let's take a break right now. Oh, yeah, mid Because we have to stop for. Because um, people listen in, in America and we yeah. have. Uh, apparently, we have some sponsors out there now that pay mm. us money. Yeah. To stop and then they sell their stuff. And, right. you know, we don't want to lose our sponsorship again. So, yeah. I'll just put it out there. We thoroughly believe in this product. Yeah, this is, an, this is a blind endorsement as well. It could be Whatever the most. It, is. it could be Nestle. But we're we're not gonna have the character. Could be you know. Could be. First of all, the energy. Trump. We're not gonna have the energy to find Trump out, or the character yeah. to turn down the money. Yeah, I yeah. believe in this product. How they work. Let's take out. a break right now. Right. I like that. Here's a cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact: you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Yeah. That's a good, a I good lo- thing. I like the 
voiceover, the voice yeah, of that person. Whoever did that advert's got yeah, a great voice. Really Unless you're in England, then it was just a silent gap. Yeah, it was just a silent gap. Yeah. If anyone wants to take that advertising space, yeah. EBP, Excitable Boy Podcast, or Cody UK, yeah, we're without we'll, give, we'll give you a good deal because yeah. yeah. uh, we want your money. We want your money and we don't care. And if you, wanna, if you want yeah. you know, your show to go out to literally dozens literally of dozens. commuters who, who, <laughs> whose favourite podcasts, they've listened to them all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, drop us a line. Do. Uh, I have been told for legal reasons to say that anything that we say should not be taken seriously. It should be taken in jest because we are not trained advice givers. Mm. But, you know, I say take it seriously. Yeah. Okay. Sha-la-la-la-la-la-la. Oh. Um, I like the Counting Crows. Yeah, I know. Me I've too. decided. Yep. I really like them when I'm drunk. Right. You know? Why? Don't know. Good. I mean, I'm glad we explored you know? this. Yeah. Step yeah. up. I like his voice. Step up. You know, he sounds like yeah. he's sort of... Adam Juris? I don't know. He sounds like he's pained. He does. He has Max a nice... Yeah, yeah. Always on my mind. Yeah, yeah. You know? It's mm. everything. Is No matter what shit he's saying. Yeah, yeah. Kisses and candy cream. Like... Yeah. You he know? kind of comes from that late 90s tradition where consonants... In lyrics are just a suggestion. Yeah, and, and, yeah. They're not, they're not and he really, can just go. You can go. Yeah, it's not really, what you want. Yeah. You don't have like to. The, the band's just playing those three chords, just, going, "Where's the fucking yeah, chorus?" He goes, yeah, "Let yeah. me get my point across." Yeah, let me let this song just turn into a vowel. Yeah, and then we'll, we'll get back to it. <laughs> Coffee black and egg white. Yeah, great, great. So, I'm yeah. so pained. I'm yeah. not knocking them. I like that band. I love them when I'm drunk. Right, good. I put them on when I'm smashed, and I'm like, these guys are geniuses, and no one knows it. Right. And then I see it when I'm sober and I'm like, yeah, maybe yeah. not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like going to bed with someone you shouldn't have gone to bed with. Step off the front porch. You know that one? Like a ghost into a fog. Yeah. And no one notices the contrast of white on white. Yeah. In between the moon and you. Nervous. <laughs> <laughs> So she's probably nervous, Adam, because you, you know you're you're, you're caterwauling away. Yeah, it must be weird to have been in like in a cafe with just him just in fucking, the nineties, yeah, and he's like, <laughs> "Oh, like, we let's go home. I yeah, got a song yeah, idea." Yeah, yeah. And he goes into like yeah. his little home studio, yeah. sets up the four-track tape recorder because it's the nineties. She just hears him yeah. going, "And Caroline is wearing a rainbow dress, the California Mama yeah. Omaha." Adam, it's very intense having a relationship with you. Yeah. You just burst out into song. Yeah, put some cafes. fucking someone around barefoot, you prick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he never wore shoes. Yeah, he's the kind of guy who cried a lot if he broke up with a woman. Yeah, I bet, they, I bet, I, I bet he, the Counting Crows put carpet on the stage. Yeah, when yeah, yeah. As well. Adam yeah. Duris probably gave himself at least four months to get over a relationship <laughs> where he wouldn't leave his yeah. house. And he'd just drink orange he'd wallow, juice. He'd wallow. He'd wallow. He's a wallower. And also, he'd music, go out. Music is he, a wallower. He would go music. out after two months and his friends would go, oh, I heard Adam, about... They'd go, yeah. oh, we heard about you and Sarah. Yeah. Yeah. And even though he's feeling fine, he just drags it out for a bit more. Yeah, he'll drag yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's really bad. Yeah, yeah, something innocuous. She moved back to Utah <laughs> with her parents. Right, Adam, can you stop singing? It's a conversation. You know? Yeah, something uh, innocuous comes by like a like a bus, and he just he, he has to say, "Oh, that reminds me of her because she used to go on buses." Yeah. Oh, every bus reminds me of her smile. It was cracked, but it was perfect. And then he's, he goes to Lou, and his mates are like, "Oh fuck, what are we gonna? How, how do we? Do? How do we? How do we get Adam?" Yeah, I feel like he's dragging this out. Yeah. A bit. Hang on, he's coming back. He's coming back. Hey, Adam. Hey, hey Joan. Yeah. Uh, I'd like a grande <laughs> latte. <laughs> 
Thanks, Adam. Cheers. I will say this about Adam Juritz. Uh, I think he might be the only white person that ever pulled off dreadlocks. <laughs> I say that seriously. He probably did every night. Before <laughs> <laughs> he went to bed. You think it was a wig? Yeah, probably. I don't know. I think, I think he's the only person that ever, the only white guy that ever looked good with dreadlocks. Yeah. He went out with Courtney Cox. See? Yeah. 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 She was there for him when the rain started yeah. to pour. And then she fucked off because he got too intense. Mm. <laughs> Let us do that. Just... All right, racist granddad. All right. Dear EBP, I need your help. I'm 20 years old, live with my parents. There isn't much money going around and the possibility of moving out isn't there right now. I'm at college trying to educate myself so I can get the tools I need to make a good living and a career. Good for you. But none of that is really the problem. Lately, my granddad has been sick and my parents want to move him in with us so they can look after him. He's sweet and old and was in the army. He was always strict with me as a child and never an asshole. Now his mind is starting to go. And here's the problem. He's pretty racist. <laughs> yeah. I never really noticed it growing up. But now his mind isn't all there. He kind of says what he's thinking. And some of the time, there's a lot of racist shit. My girlfriend is black. She, oh, ne- no. <laughs> she never has to see my granddad. Yeah. So up until now it's never been a problem she doesn't live with me but it's obviously going to be a problem part of me wants to persuade my parents to m- not move my granddad in and the other more decent part of me says just deal with it and stop being a selfish ass what should I do I don't really want an old man in my home giving shit to my lovely girlfriend but I don't want to not be supportive of my granddad well it's I know, it's clear what you should do what um, well you've just you've just got a he's old you just got to put up with it. You, he, your, your girlfriend doesn't live with you. You just got to kind of dance around it and find ways of not... And be upfront with your girlfriend. Say, look, he's, he's losing it. And he's racist. Listen, he just hates everything that you stand for. Yeah, but like once you get to a point of senility, it's a different ball game, really. Like You can ignore uh, a senile old man on the sh- on, on in, in the street shouting whatever. Yeah, you know, exactly, yeah. He's, he's, you know, he's clearly old and not in a good sound state. But when that person's like in your house all the time yeah 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 just being like ah you're still going out with that black are you <laughs> why is he from why is Bugsy Malone yeah see, <laughs> see? granddad's you're a good kid real good you're, as long as I'm around you always be second best your see? granddad is Groucho Marx <laughs> right um well no but like it's not your call it's not your house he's an well. army man as well but it's not your call it's, it's, it's your parents house like they can do what the fuck they want yeah and you've got to just respect you've, you've got, got to look after your gramps he's, he needs yeah exactly he needs like it's you know. Here's what you do: is you just have to make him love black culture. Well, he's just if he went, if he was in the army. He's probably just you know. He's probably seen things. He's probably hugely racist. Yeah. Like my, do you remember I was telling you about my um, my aunt, and she was like, Yeah, you did that. She was a cunt. You, you know, she was like, oh. we we're, we're like, you know, we're, I've never heard her be racist before. <laughs> I told you this before. I like, never heard her be racist before. We're we you know. We were sat around the dinner table and uh, someone said, oh, do you know that I've been new Chinese in, uh, in Bromley? And she just went, oh. Her mood darkened. She went, oh. I like my eyes round. Thank you very much. Oh! Yeah, yeah. She, she said that. And she said that. And I just, pre- I just, I just went really still. Oh. And then my parents just kind of went silent. And uh, my girlfriend looked, didn't know what to say. And then I started laughing hysterically. <laughs> Because I didn't know what to do. Oh, yeah. There's nothing worse than people going silent when someone says something racist. She's a lovely, she's a lovely woman, but she's like that's proper like Second World War Chinese food. No, no, no. Sorry, it was Japanese. 
Would she eat Japanese food? But she hated the Chinese and the Japanese, actually. Yeah, but she was like, it was a post kind of war thing. How old was she at this point? I think she generalized generally. I think she thought Chinese were Japanese. Um, How old is she? How old was she at that point? Oh, during the Second World War, she's got to be like in her teenager. Also, the military, like my granddad was uh, a military, like a medic in the military during the Second World War. He was in a thing called the Guinea Pig Club, which was, uh, the Guinea Pig Club was the experimental plastic oh. surgeon reconstructive people who got oh, limbs and things yeah, yeah, fucked up they yeah. were, and he was part one of the part of that and he never really said anything serious to me he never really gave me like life advice right and then when the Iraq war started when I was a child <laughs> the first right? one yeah uh, first. no 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 the sec- the one after post uh, post 9-11 okay yeah. Yeah. and my parents were splitting up as well so there's this weird tension in the house my grandparents sort of came to sort of try and get them back together oh you know Di- oh. didn't work no but good god bless him and then one day my granddad comes in and like we're just like no one really wants to talk about the divorce so there's a lot of conversation about anything else <laughs> yeah, yeah. right and he comes and sits in the living room with me and i've just got the i mean probably was watching like porn and then he came in and i turned the news on quickly yeah. nothing is more intense than that so yeah you're never in- in- watching any tv show more intensely no no than the show you flip over to yeah when uh, when oh, someone walks in and you're he watching, he really it, likes Aardvark. Watching a bit of blue, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's good that he cares. Yeah, about he really the cares about natural yeah. history, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, so he comes in and I've, the news was on, and it was talking about the Iraq invasion and weapons of whatever and Saddam and all that stuff. And my granddad goes, "Oh, terrible, isn't it? Another war in my lifetime. Never thought I'd see it. I thought we learned our lesson. I thought we learned our lesson, mm-hmm. right?" Yeah. And I went, "Yes, granddad." And he went, <laughs> "You know, there's a strong chance that you might get called up." <laughs> have I never told you this story no and I went okay, can I just say for the record there was never a strong yeah chance. I know I know you even would, if all you, the soldiers you, yeah, died yeah yeah, yeah you would if have, every yeah. soldier died yeah, yeah can you imagine you showing up to register yeah hello uh, like no just put him, <laughs> yeah. put him over there <laughs> he can he oh can be goodness. a filing clerk yeah he can be in the military band uh, not yeah, even good enough for that yeah, yeah. right he, and my granddad went, there's a strong chance you'll be called up soon. I went, granddad, I don't think it works like that. Anymore, yeah. And he went, this is the only serious thing he ever said to me. He goes, he went, listen, I just want you to know, I've never asked anything of you. Um, and this is the only thing I'll ever ever say to you. If you become a conscientious objector when you get called up, I will write you out of my fucking will. Got <laughs> <laughs> his conscientious objections for pussy. Yeah, and then he went, you right. know what? You know, if you go to war, he was like, if you go to war, there's a chance you'll die. But if you become a conscientious objector, they put a white feather on your door. Oh, wow. Devastating. Yeah. I could, I would take white think, feather. Think about that, son, Sonny Jim. Is that what he used to do? And this then he like, you know, did a little, a little chin, little ch- fist chin on nudge. the chin, you know, think about yeah, that. Yeah, don't be a, and then he walked a, out of the room. I was like, pussy, well, I'd rather, yeah. what would I rather have? A white feather or get my arm blown off. Yeah. But anyway, back to this. He's dead now. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you've just got to look at yeah. With this, I think you've just got to you've got to just manage it. He's old. You got it. He's got to. He, your parents are making the call, um, and uh, but you should talk to your girlfriend about it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I think you need to just sit your girlfriend down and go. Listen, shit's just gonna get crazy. Yeah, go go get crazy. Uh, um, but just strap in because it's not gonna last forever. No. All right. Um, uh, I mean, the alternative is is to just white her up, <laughs> or wait till your granddad's asleep and, and black, black him up. up. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then that'll get, you'll probably kill him quicker. <laughs> Sorry, cover him in marmite. Um, age gap. Age gap. Dear Josh and Tim, I'm a 33 year old woman 
Recently, I've started dating a 24-year-old guy. Well done. We are both in the same business, brackets, acting. Oh. And we are both crazy about each other. Great. I remember you reading out a letter from a man dating a younger woman. And I'd like to know if you feel the same way the other way around. I don't remember what we said. Probably said don't do it. No, I think... Well, that it depends how big the age gap was, really. Yeah, she's 33, he's 20, 10 years, basically. Great. He acts a lot older for his age, is driven, bright, intelligent, and looks a lot older. Well, what you've done there is, that's called a uh, compliment sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> he acts a lot older for his age. Yeah. See, that's the bread. Yeah, bit of an insult. Right. Is driven, bright, and intelligent. See, compliments in the middle. Yeah. And then he goes, and looks a lot older. See, what you're trying to do is you're trying to hide the fact that he is... Compliment sandwich. Yeah. Never heard this before. Never heard a compliment sandwich? No, I've never heard a... He acts a lot older for his age, is driven, bright, and intelligent, and looks a lot older. So she's like padded... Right. The stuff. Okay, I see. The meat. Right, right. Uh, so that's basically... Okay, okay, let me get to the end. What do you think? Should I stick it out, or is it too big of an age gap? Thanks. Um, so what I would say is, the fact that you're having to justify it to us... Yeah. Saying, he looks really old... Yeah. Is probably like maybe coming from an insecure place maybe he doesn't yeah. he, he doesn't act 24 yeah yeah well maybe it's just I don't see a problem with any of it okay well, I do why there's no problem with any of it mate you, if one of my friends started dating someone 10 years younger than him he's 24 it's not like young young it's like 24 34 you just gotta be honest with 33 she is right yeah, you just gotta be different. no but you just gotta be honest with what you want and if you want to just have fun and everything like do you wanna get married do you wanna have kids or whatever I just say let it play out see where it goes but if, if you're kind of like if the if you're, you're if there's a time pressure and you want to get your shit together in a different way, then be honest with yourself about it. But like in terms of like the the judgment of society, I wouldn't give a fuck. It's great. It's good stuff. I just feel like the fact that she's saying he's really grown up for his okay, fine. All right, maybe I'm reading too well, much maybe into it. Really, maybe I'm yeah. too much into it. Well, I think I get the idea that the letter is saying I I'm self conscious about what society thinks. Yeah, but I just think when you're 24. You're like, oh my god, oh cool man. I want to. Yeah, you got to have your eyes open. You go. You're like, oh, I want to be this. I want to do that. This is what I want. But when you're 34, yeah, you're you're more like, ah, where did that go wrong? Right, (laughs) right, okay. You know, yeah. I think tragedy and pain and failure is what makes you an interesting human being. Right. I think maybe that might lead down the road to a problem. But I think they're probably having great sex. Yeah. So. That's good. But you can't base a relationship <laughs> solely on the fact that he's got this young, beautiful, hot... But, yeah, actually, just do it. Just do it. <laughs> it just has to, it has to evolve, but, like, I just say just do get, it. Get on it, yeah. Yeah, just un- be honest. Just have your eyes open, because he's 24. He'll probably... He yeah, might... make sure he's not stealing money off you. But, yeah, 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 yeah. Count, count your money. Yeah. And he might... But he might suddenly, you know, he might... You got... Yeah. There's always a risk that he might just have his, you know, you know, not head turned, but like he might just go thrusting off in a different direction. No, I think if you're 24 and you're dating a 33 year old, that's literally the coolest thing that's ever happened to anyone. Yeah, I think it's cool. He probably is just telling all of his friends. I just think have your eyes open and and know what it is, and you know. Any any other cliche sentences you want to just put one foot in front of the other, take each day at a time. Cliches are cliches, Josh, because that's truth. There's truth though. All right. So what? Good on you. I think maybe, you know, get get just keep getting to know him, basically. 
I mean, it sounds stupid and obvious, but you, you might yeah, further down the line. <laughs> you might very quickly go, oh, wait, no, wait. You know, he's yeah. been playing Pokemon Go for 11 straight yeah. hours. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's when you start I just asked doors. him to tidy his room. Yeah, yeah. he just found a Pokemon. You're like, and you're like, she, she gets up in the morning, she's like, can you just clean up? You haven't done any washing up? He's like, yeah, all right, mum. Oh, God. You know? Yeah. If it's anything like that is happening, get out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but equally, you know, Richard Branson was a millionaire by the time he was 24. So I made that up. Right, okay. However, you know, Kanye West was a millionaire by the time he was 24. Right. You know, Bill Gates was probably doing all right. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know. He's doing all right. You know, you can still be driven and successful. 24 is quite old. I don't think that's the issue, though. Yeah, but 24 is quite old. If he was 18... Yeah, that's different. Totally different. 24 is good. Okay. Get right, on next it. Next letter. Yep. For animal death. Okay. Dear EBP, our family cat recently died. And my parents want to spend a lot of money on putting the cat in a pet cemetery. Right. I think this is a massive waste of money. <laughs> How do I tell them not to do it without sounding like an insensitive bastard? Well, it's, I don't think it's insensitive. I don't want to I mean, it's their business. Buried. It's their money, isn't it? You know, I mean, like, what are they going to do? They're going to go to this pet... No one goes to real cemeteries that often anyway. Why would you go to a pet cemetery? Oh, what are you going to do this weekend, Dad? Oh, I thought, you know what, I'd go and, uh, you know, go and see um, Biggles's... I like pet cemeteries. I've only been to one, but I like... Do they put them in a tiny coffin? (laughs) No, yeah, they do, yeah. They put them in a tiny... Or you you cremate them. But I I heard that that, uh, show about how when you send your pet to a pet cemetery yeah there's like two tiers of payment when you get your pet cremated right there's a group cremation where they just literally in a pit sling a bunch of animals <laughs> in a fire pit in a fire and pit. then they give you a scoop a scoop oh right so it's not definitely little, no, no, little no. wiggles it it's might like be someone cl- else's yeah. rover you know yeah, yeah and then there's the other one which is uh you pay for a, a plot which right. is basically <laughs> it's basically bricks that are separated and they just cram it in <laughs> They like punch the dog into this little slot. <laughs> it's this. This is true. They punch a dog this into a slot. This is how pet cemeteries work. Right. Okay. And they're like, you know, you've got like a, an a lot. You pay, you know, thirty quid right to, for a group cremation, or you pay two hundred quid for a private one. Yeah. And uh, you go in, and someone, you know, reads out a dog prayer. Right. What's the dog prayer I sound like? I, I don't know. Right. But woof. they're all yeah. Forever, never, woof, woof. <laughs> right. Um. And uh, yeah, they slip. They they put, you know they put the pet in and then they push it in and then they do you know. But they still have like twenty pets at one cremation because it yeah. costs a lot to get the fire going. Right. So they'll do like the fire. Right. And they'll put all of them in, but separated, and then mm. they scoop them up. But you still get like bits of other people's because the heat makes the the ashes rise up. And when they pull the drawer out, yeah, you know? yeah. So they'll give you the scoop of your dog, but there's still like a little bit of someone's rabbit and gerbil and hamster. Right. Okay. In your in your plot. A melange. Yeah. Right. So, you know, it's a bit of a waste of money in itself. Just do it. Why don't you do it at home? Why don't you just ch- chuck it in a garden somewhere? Stick it, in the, stick it in the oven. Why don't you just put it in, put it in a... Just, just stick it in the oven. Fly dump it. Just put it somewhere. <laughs> it's just... Have you ever had a pet die and had to dispose of no, it? No, I haven't. No. Uh, I, I mean, I've flushed a few fish. No, yeah. I, I think that it helps... If it helps you say goodbye... If it helps you like grieve, then then do it. But like, it's also not your money. You can tell you can tell them, yeah, it's stupid. I mean, I wouldn't say it's stupid. I would say I don't agree with this. I think you shouldn't waste your money on it. 
I have a friend. I have a friend whose hamster died. Whose right. pet hamster died. Right. And she uh, she was an adult at this point. She didn't know what to do with it, so she just put it in the freezer while she figured out what to do with it. That's fair enough. In a waffle box. That's nice. Right. And then after two weeks, decided to have like a a like a nice like river burial where they send it off down the river. This right. is in London. Right. Okay. And what she did was she just put it like put a candle on the box mm-hmm. and then her friends will gather around and then she, they, they push this like frozen waffle box with a frozen hamster yeah. in, in and then the box just obviously dissipated and there was just this floating dead hamster <laughs> <laughs> and they had to like prod it with sticks why? to make it sink oh, do- <laughs> should have attached little weights it to was it. meant to be really dignified <laughs> but it ended up being the least dignified yeah, you're thing. just like dunking a frozen what hamster what do you do when a dog dies just bury it in the can't just bury it in the garden can you no no you probably have to take it to a place and they have that's to... so annoying they get you they always get you yeah, don't yeah, it's they? a big industry there dogs are weird man I like, I, I like dogs mm-hmm. I was thinking about this the other day someone was asking me if I'd ever have a dog and I was kind of I was thinking about why I didn't want one and then they left and I realised that my answer was I like dogs mm-hmm. right but I really like not picking up shit yeah, no, that's the thing. You and to... it's, I think it's as simple as that. Yeah. Like, I quite like dogs. Yeah, yeah. But I love not having to pick up dog shit. Yeah, you have to carry shit around. I just don't like anyone <laughs> enough. I don't pick up my own shit. No, you don't. You, you know? Don't. That, that is true, from what I know. I mean, <laughs> who knows? But, yeah, I'm pretty certain of that. Um, I would say to your parents, let me do it, let me take care of it, cause, and let you grieve, right? Mm-hmm. And then just go out, go to someone's house that's got a fireplace, get get the ashes... Stick that in a little, you know, yeah. dog-shaped pot, or whatever, and give it to them. Say, give it to them, and they go. There's waffles, and then they can cry, and they can cry. I yeah. mean, it's a lie, but they can. And cry. they can go spread the the ashes, the fake, and ashes. then take the actual body and just stick it in a wheelie bin at night. Yeah, is that a crime? No, just uh, well, flight tip, dog tipping. No, just add, you know, to tie weights to its legs, row out into the middle of a, a lake. <laughs> And Basically, shove it over. just think about how any gangsters kill yeah, someone yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in, like, a, in a Scorsese film. Yeah, and just yeah. do that. Just do that. Because if, if people find it, they're not going to go, oh, we have to arrest you. They'll be like, what? Be like, oh, God, that's not good. Can you call the council? To, to disper, disper... You know, like, they'll pick up your sofa. Yeah, I don't think they're going to pick up a dead dog. Well, what if you just put the dog in the sofa? What? You mean you conceal a dead dog in a sofa? No. Could, Stranger things have happened. Yeah. You remember that urban tale that everyone used to tell? Someone told me this like it was their friend, like it happened to their friend. Yeah. You know, about the woman who was house-sitting and the dog in the house died. It was a Labrador. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you not know this story? No. And she called up the uh, the pet funeral place and they were like, oh yeah, well, you know, we'll cremate it. She was like, cool, when can you pick it up? They went, oh, we don't pick it up. You have to drop it off. So she didn't know what to do. So she like got a cheap like big suitcase from a little corner shop. Oh yeah. Put the Labrador in it. Mm-hmm. Is the story starting to ring a bell? Yeah, it's starting to ring a bell, yeah. And then she gets on the tube and then oh, yeah. some guy offers to help her with a bag and just yeah. runs off with it. Oh yeah, yeah, I've heard about this. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know if it's true. Everyone seems to know that story. Yeah. So it can't be true. No, it can't be. Or maybe it is true. But it just happened to one person and then everyone has told it. Yeah. You know? In all likelihood. Uh but I would yeah, yeah, that's what I would do. I'd tell your parents, go down the sympathy route say I'll do this for you because you're grief stricken you know cuddle them get pictures of the dog put them all around the house you know cut a bit Mm -hmm. of his hair off put in a locket for mum yeah you know Mm -hmm. get his favourite bone and make a little pillow velvet pillow with a bone on it you know yeah you know here lies you know George yeah you know 2003 to 2016 
May he chase May cats he for- forever chasing dogs in heaven. Yeah. All dogs go to heaven. Yeah, because because they're stupid. <laughs> and um, they don't because they don't have souls. Uh, right. And um, <laughs> and then meanwhile, yeah, just you know, pocket the money. And uh, just dispose of it in, in an obscene way. That's the advice I'd give. Yeah, I think so. You yes. know, let's be realistic. What would you rather have? A decent barrel for a dog or 500 quid in your back pocket? Yeah, you could Yeah, you could do that. You know? Yeah. For fi- okay, I tell you what. If, the, if it's 500 quid, e- email me and Tim back. We'll come over and take the dog off you for 200. Absolutely. 200? <laughs> Why do you have to lowball? Fuck so sake. he still comes off, you know, he's grieving. No, he's not. I don't grieving. want to be insensitive. His, Tim, his, his dog. parents are grieving. Tim, he doesn't give a fuck. Tim, his dog's dead. He doesn't give a fuck I about the dog. I, I, no, I don't like this. It's two hundred. All right, two hundred. Because we're decent people. Right, hundred each. Yeah, hun- no, yeah, one hundred for me, one hundred for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we'll we'll get rid of the dog. We'll, we'll bring, yeah, just let us know where 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 to go. Yeah, drop us an email. A bit like free cycle. We'll just show yeah, up. we're like the Ghostbusters for yeah, dead yeah, dogs. Yeah. <laughs> if there's something yeah. dead in your family house, who are you yeah, going to call? call? Dog barriers. Two people desperate for money. I ain't afraid of no dog. I ain't afraid of no dead dog. Yeah. Cat. Yeah, uh, but do it quickly because it's probably the time that we got this email versus when we read it out I would imagine decomposition will start soon it's probably gone off a bit yep okay that's it yep goodbye thank you for coming and listening to us thank you for listening If you made it this far, then congratulations, congratulations, and felicitations. You poor sad bastard, you listened up to this point. You're a poor bastard, but thank you for listening, and join us next time for more nothing. Join us next week for more nothing. Thanks for listening, guys. Go on, leave a review on iTunes. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. Do so that. We actually, someone left one last week. Really? I'd say we get like one a week now. Ah, okay. Well, let's, let's hear it, it just said I can't remember what it said. Uh, I can't be asked to find it, but it no. basically said, "Love this show. Keep listening to it. At least they're honest about the fact they have no content." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is a really good review. There you go. go on iTunes, leave us a review. Yeah, five stars, five yeah, yeah. stars or nothing. Thank not, you very not, much. We're not changing the world. We're not here to change the world. We're, we're barely impacting on the world. In you know? fact, the world could probably survive yeah. pretty well without any of this. Yeah. But you know, I don't want to change the world. I'm not looking for a New England. No, I'm just looking for a cheap laugh. Yeah, Billy Bragg. Ah, well, no, he didn't say that. I paraphrased it. We made it my own. Anyway, see you next week. Join us next week for more nothing. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.